1: Hey everybody, welcome into Letterman Row. It's a rapid reaction. It was Ohio State 73, Wisconsin 55, a dominant performance from the Buckeyes inside Value City Arena. Uh, this is all presented by Buyer's Auto. That is Zach Carpenter, I'm Spencer Holbrook. This is it's weird. weird. Uh, <laughs> I've never hosted one of these before. Austin is usually the host. Uh, he had some obligations today, so this is who you're getting.
0: Believe it or not, this is the first take. We thought well, we would take multiple takes, but you know what? I'm proud of you, you got through that introduction. like. Pretty squeaky clean, like, a, like a veteran. There's so, nothing better than pointing that out. There we go, the yeah, exactly. Video.
1: Because now I definitely will mess up yeah. some point through this and we'll just power uh, Now up. you have
0: confidence, there we go, baby.
1: And speaking of confidence, great uh, mm-hmm. segue there. EJ Liddell, uh, 28 points, nine rebounds, uh, only two turnovers. Two of them came in the first six minutes of the first half. Uh, He was absolutely dominant. Uh, In my opinion, this is a Big Ten Player of the Year statement early in December. I know there's a long way to go. I think 18 more conference games still. But the way he's playing right now elevates this entire roster uh, around the perimeter, down low, on the defensive end. He's he's a shot-blocking machine. Everything he does right now, is, is helping what Ohio State's doing, and four straight wins are all powered by EJ Liddell.
0: Yeah, and th- the confidence level rising, I think I said this was the highest confidence performance that Ohio State has had. I think these last four games have been clearly showing with Towson a little bit mixed in there, whereas up and down, they kind of just kind of slugged through that game. But they're playing with the highest level of confidence that they have since last year's Big Ten uh Run to the Big Ten Tournament Conference Championship game, and EJ Liddell, like you said, I I don't know if he would be the betting favorite, but he'd be one of the two or three to win Player uh, Big Ten Player of the Year, as it stands right now. And I just remember watching them during the game. Chris Holtman and I think EJ Liddell said after the game, "We have, we think we have one of the best offenses in the country, best offense of the Big Ten, if we take care of the ball." And I do want to talk about those turnovers in a bit, but uh, but sticking with EJ, he. I don't think Ohio State's an offensive juggernaut of a team. I mean, I know they're averaging, like, 76 a game. I think that was, like, mid-tier. I think it was, like, 115th in the country when I looked it up earlier. Um, but he really is the only one who can consistently go get his own shot. I mean, he made he made a couple that were NBA-type NBA type moves. He had a step back near, it was, like, a 16-footer or something where he just gave a little shimmy and, like, step oh, back. we a little back. breakdown here? We're getting a little Kemba Walker step back. And, like, he put so much space in between him and the defender, and he just nailed the shot. And I'm like, well, I literally said, I'm like, that's an NBA shot. And that's why – things like that are why he came back. Playing at, like you said, an all-Big Ten level. And I know with getting uh, your shot consistently, I mean, I know Cedric Russell, can't, he showed mm-hmm. spurts of that. Malachi Branham has shown signs that that's definitely coming. But right now I think EJ is, like you said, I mean, probably their, their best – obviously their best offensive weapon, if the one who can create – offense the most consistently.
1: And you're getting a lot of production right now from Zed Key. You're getting a lot of production from Michi Johnson. Huge stretch in the second half to, to hit two threes, to have a steal, get a couple key rebounds, make make good decisions with the basketball. You're getting that from Kyle Young. You're, you got a little bit of production day from Cedric Russell, like you said. Eugene mm-hmm. Brown has helped with this winning streak. But again, if, e, if EJ is turning the ball over, the offense is struggling. If EJ Liddell's not hitting shots, the offense is struggling. And when he's playing at the level that he is right now, when he hits, and I think it all goes back to the game winner, I guess the game sealer against Duke, and mm-hmm. to hit that shot in that, in that setting, on that stage, against the number one team in the country, then at the time, to hit that shot and to take that confidence, you know, it, could, it could have just been a one-game you know, one sample size. Now he's starting to piece it all together with, with the Penn State performance. He was really good in that game despite the turnovers. He was really good against Towson despite the turnovers. Today, he was incredible without the turnovers. And when you get that formula as well as the way Ohio State played defense today, it, it all just equals very good things, and I think it can only do – uh, great things for this team's confidence going into that Kentucky matchup. I think one of the biggest takeaways from this game was just the ability to, uh, you know, weather a storm of Brad Davis getting his and 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 uh, Johnny Davis getting his for Wisconsin and still being able to assert your dominance. You know, all those rebounds, all you know, all of those stops in the second half, the slow-paced nature of Wisconsin. You get a lead like that, it feels insurmountable, and I think the Buckeyes took advantage of that.
0: And EJ and that defensive rebounding strength. In the first half is what kind of I mean I say kept them in the game they had a five-point halftime lead but they because they had a 22 to 10 rebounding margin over Wisconsin in the first half EJ had 14 points no one else was above I don't think five points I think Cedric um, Russell had seven, seven. Yeah, okay yeah um, and that's what Chris Holtman talked about after the game is defensive rebounding has been one of our weaknesses so to see them absolutely dominate on the glass. I can't remember the final rebound uh, margin, but I think it was like 20. 48,
1: 48 to 27 on the rebounds. And this is a okay. Wisconsin team that Chris Holtman described as the most physical challenge of the year. It was going to be a really tough, tough test. I know Wisconsin was missing two guys with the flu. They had a couple different, th- you different know, uh, issues. Uh, one of their players was even uh, you know, uh, from the hometown that was hit by the tornado. So you wonder where his mind was at. I think he was the guy down low. But uh, no matter how you get it, you got a big 10 win it's a almost a 20 point big 10 win and you out rebound that physical team that methodical team by 21 rebounds you've got to feel great about what you did today regardless of what was on the other side and
0: this was this was a completely different test from duke this was a physical physically natured wisconsin team like they always are where they're going to pack it in play hard nose half court defense and then slow it down and kind of grind it out in the half court so to pass this type of test when your weaknesses are rebounding and yeah. turnovers i think i think that pays huge dividends ahead of next week against a Kentucky team that is a completely different type of test. It's more of a Duke challenge. Yeah, exactly. You're going to have a team that has all the five stars. They love to get up and down. They're like top 25 in scoring in the country. So they're going to push the pace a lot more than Wisconsin does. So I'm curious to see, because like I said, I wanted to talk about those turnovers. Ohio State's averaging 12.3 turnovers per game this season, which is like, that's like 130th uh in the country um and they almost matched that in the first half with those 10 first half turnovers and you can see wisconsin didn't really capitalize i think they had like only nine or ten points off turnovers but you can see that when ohio state or ej liddell are turning it over they just lose their rhythm i mean obviously basketball is a rhythm sport and if when they lose their rhythm it, things get slow. They get stagnant. They're not moving the ball side to side. They're kind of stiffing up and not and being playing careful instead of just playing loose and playing like, and showing what they can do. Second half, they had one turnover in the first eight minutes, and that's when they completely took Felt over the wind. game. Yeah, they went on a fifteen-seven run right out of the gate in the first eight minutes. One turnover it, uh, during that time, and finished with four turnovers in the half. So I think that's why there was there was like five or six questions asked in the postgame about turnovers because I really do believe that that's sort of taking care of the ball. It sounds so simple and so dumb, but taking care of the ball is the engine that makes this this offense go because they can establish their rhythm and uh, create more opportunities for themselves.
1: I wonder, as we wrap things up on Rapid Reaction presented by Byers Auto, I wonder if the way that Wisconsin plays, the methodical nature, the slow-paced, half-court style actually played into Ohio State being able to take care of the basketball, and I know Wisconsin pressures the ball, I know they play really good defense, but when you're a team that plays really slowly, it almost allows the other team to kind of slow down a little bit too, and it looked like the guard play for Ohio State wasn't wasn't as fast-paced because of the opponent, it wasn't as sporadic because of the opponent, they were just even-keeled, they were slow, they, even Ohio State, when they were in the break, they were methodical with what they were doing. I hate to keep using that word, but, but when you see a team that struggles with turnovers against a defense that's really good at creating those turnovers, and then you, you come into a game like this expecting, you know, maybe, maybe things could get a little sideways for Ohio State, maybe a little sloppy at times, and then to see them take care of the ball the way they did in the second half when it was really a crucial point in that game, you just wonder, you know, did that slow pace for Wisconsin actually play into helping Ohio State take care of the basketball? Uh, that's gotta be something that, that uh, they can take into, from this game and uh, look at the film and say, hey, look, when we slow down a little bit, when, when our guard play is better, we're going to be better because we know what we're gonna get from EJ, you know, Chris Holtman's got to be saying that to his guys. You know, th- this is what this team can be mm-hmm. you know, if the guards take care of the ball, too.
0: And my last point that I want to make is just this. What do we see in March in NCAA tournament games? The game slows down. The half-court possessions are even more critical than, than they ever were during the regular season. And I think this was this. I'm not saying this felt like an NCAA tournament game, but this kind of, I guess, pace did. It yeah. felt a little bit like that. So I think it was a great test for them. They, they didn't pass in the first half they, they maybe they got c plus i guess in the first half by being up five points but overall they passed the uh an early season big 10 test
1: ohio state 2-0 and in big 10 play before christmas chris holtman said that it makes your christmas a little better to be in that position eight and two overall on the season heading into a week-long break of recruiting and film study and practice before they hit the road go to las vegas and take on number 10 right now kentucky we'll see what kentucky does in the next week see if that ranking holds if this becomes a top 20, top 15 type of matchup. You have to imagine Ohio State's going to move up. And we're going to be moving on. So we've got National Signing Day for football coming up. We've got uh, more basketball. It's all going to be on LettermanRoe.com and on the LettermanRoe YouTube channel. If you're not subscribed yet, you can subscribe for, you know, I think it's a discounted rate still, but the On3 Network. Uh, Good Christmas Rowe, present. It's a great Christmas present if you need one. Uh, Zach and I are going to continue to break everything down. The, the coverage never stops at LettermanRoe. So thank you for joining us. And uh, thanks for Buyer's Auto for sponsoring it. And we'll be back with another video shoot.